Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you, everyone out there, has had a blessed week and has gotten through it all okay, because uh, they, they're trying to destroy everything they possibly can, and they're doing a pretty good job of it, and our job is to expose this, get it out, and then correct it. We can do all of that. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a little bit of a while, and it's going to take some elbow grease to get all the way through it, but we will get there. So first things first, let's start off with some of the fun stuff, the good stuff that is going on right now. Uh, Rasmussen reports uh, on Twitter, the media's bell. They say that this is their tweet about this, and I'll post this as well. The media blackout on this, close to one quarter of all Democratic Party voters say that today that if the media had fully reported the story about Hunter Biden's laptop before the 2020 election, it is likely that Joe Biden would, it is unlikely that Joe Biden would be president. Warm their hearts and retweet this. So their full um, percentage representation is here. 60% of the following laptop issues closely. 60% of them, Democrats, are filing the laptop issue closely. 47% say it's important. 41% say likely consulted, Joe Biden was likely consulted or perhaps profited from the deal. And 23% say that Joe Biden would not be present today if the laptop had been reported fully by the media. And this is all Democrat numbers. What is interesting is that the manipulation and everything else, the stolen and the fraudness, on top of this, it is... It is pointing to me that there is a huge uh, bias, huge media blank out of this laptop. I And then you had the FBI, what director of something or other, say that he is unaware of the FBI uh, having this uh, laptop from Hunter Biden, even though it's been in the FBI possession since 2019. And if you're that high up, you're stupid. And I'm being very kind in saying that. (laughs) There's there's some other things I could say about how, how your IQ is and how smart you really are. But yeah, you you have no idea, and you're just trying to cover your butt before something were to come down on you, and you'd be in prison for for um, lying. Which, by the way, Congress actually throw you know make sure that you uphold all these people that have been you know FBI has been lying lying to us for all these years, right? And when if you lie to the FBI, the FBI is all over you, making sure that you are um, the bad guy. And that you have to pay for it. Yet, whenever they do something, like lie to us, they just get off with it scotch-free. Kind of like what um, the Russian collusion, uh, the Steele dossier with Hillary Clinton and the DNC. They got a small slap on the wrist of fines from the FEC instead of being punished. And this is going to eventually come to roost. Because one thing that people will see over time is that crimes, like a speeding ticket, they get punished for. You know, all these other crimes, especially if they're small, like a speeding ticket. But then the big crimes, 
that Hillary Clinton and all these other people have done, they don't get punished at all. When you look at the Ten Commandments and how they're constructed, in the Old Testament, right, there was, you had the Ten Commandments, and they were so that people knew what the law was and how to follow it, right? And there were severe consequences if you did not follow the law, incentivizing you that you should uh, follow, follow the law. Today, that doesn't exist. The extreme consequences are gone. There's a Supreme Court nominee that lets off uh, easier sentence for rapists. And that sort of action should not be taken lightly. We'll jump into the Florida law as I think this is a kind of a good transition with the Florida law as what people are saying of the don't say gay law. But that's not what it is at all, right? What it is, is an anti-grooming bill saying you cannot sexualize third grade and under. I don't think it goes far enough. I think it should be you can't sexualize any kids. At all, right? Until they until they are eighteen or whenever they're legally an adult, they're underneath their parents' supervision. Period. Not it is not the school's responsibility to indoctrinate them into this stuff. And for Disney having those teachings on all this stuff, for what they're trying to do, somebody should start looking at this and. I really hope that Florida's law gets, you know, goes around the country in wildfire and more, more states pick it up. It is much needed here. We need to stop the grooming of our children. It is ridiculous what they're trying to do and how they're going about it. And now everyone is going and calling it or I should say, the left is going around and saying, it's, it's a don't say gay bill, don't say gay bill, even though that's not it at all. It's an anti-grooming bill. And uh, I do like how we have taken this and started, instead of, instead of going um, down the rabbit hole of trying to defend the stance of it's a not a don't say gay bill, we have taken that. And this is great science. I, I really enjoy it that when people think outside the box and start using tactics that are working for us, which is now responding to people as an uh, okay groomer, and they're going down that rabbit hole where it is helping helping move people in the right direction so that we have this... Um, we have this baseline to make sure that people are held accountable. And if their beliefs are lining up with the sickening side of things, the evil side of things, we are holding them and classifying them in that same arena. Which I think is very, very, it's a good sign. We're finally, I, I like that we're finally getting there. 
because uh, for the longest time we've been getting beat up by the left's language and trying to figure it out and we're finally fighting back and putting them in in the understanding of what it actually is so this this is really good um really good move well let's jump into some covid stuff because well i hope you guys have a little laugh <laughs> so biden supposedly got his fourth shot today and or second booster well boost until we're out of money right in that, he goes, I don't know why I'm on stage for this. <laughs> oh, Talk about somebody that is not all there coherently. And when you're going down that path, I've had family members uh, that went down the path of losing their memory. And when you tell them things, right, they will tell you the truth all the time. They, there's no filter. That's where, that's where I see Biden is at. And he said today that by you know, that the U.S. government has no money to fight pandemics. And then says um, that Congress needs to act quickly to do it. However, the U.S. government in that in that same scenario of Biden talking. He is also saying that he's sending $500 million to Ukraine. This is where Congress has failed the people. We need a full clean-out of the Uniparty here in Washington, D.C. If your country is also following that, I hope that you do the right thing. I know France is getting gearing up for an election here soon. I hope that they... Um, do the right thing and kick out uh, Macron. He uh, he does not deserve to be there at all. So I really, really hope that they do the right thing. But this whole thing about not having any money, no, really. It's not like you're going to get more money, Biden, or federal government. You've taken it all from the people. We're out of money. One, you're inflating the economy so bad by your stupid rules. And two, we can't just give you all the money and hope for the best. You have a proven track record of doing dumb things and screwing everything up. <laughs> uh, so they're down the path of, guess what? Cleaning they're down the path of realizing that they are completely and utterly um, at a loss to get anything done. And I'm not surprised. It is, it is mind-boggling to me why there's not people in Congress standing up for the American people's pocket. Now, Ron Johnson has been pushing this inflation thing and has been moving that forward. So I really hope that he will keep up the good work in that, as well as other senators and representatives. Now, 
right how this works right we're passing budgets the wrong way in this country and maybe i'll go through the power of the purse one day we'll have an episode on that and really get down to brass tacks of how the country's supposed to operate right now some people are saying and going through about how to uh how if pre if president trump were to be speaker of the house right how does that happen well the Speaker in the House does not need to be a member of the House. That's not specified anywhere. And so it could be anybody. And it has been before. And so you could take that route. I'm really hoping that this kind of gets straightened out. Now, you know, Biden was sending all this money to Ukraine. We can't build a border wall. We can't protect our borders. But we sure are going to send money over to other countries. I'm a your country first type of person. I want you to take care of your country before you're sending money to anybody else. In fact, the government has no authority to take money, steal money, and then send it someplace. They have, in especially here in America, very limited enumerated powers. And that is important because we need to get back to that. Now, I will say this. If you, out of your own pocket, wish to donate to a charity or to the country directly, like Ukraine or wherever else, by all means, go and do it. <laughs> Just do not steal my money and force me and send my money over to places or do things with my money that I don't approve of. Right? Don't be sending it and giving it to abortion facilities. Don't be murdering people with it. Don't be murdering babies with it. Don't be sending it to foreign countries. Do the enumerated powers that you're supposed to do, and that's it. In fact, maybe we should go back to when the, um, oh, brain fart on amendment, but before the income tax was even passed. Let's get back to, you know, basics here in this country. Shrink government, get it down, be very, very small. It's important. It'll be a good thing. It'll, it'll give some people perspective on what really needs to happen. But um, I've gone through and I've been following this whole Russia um, wanting their oil paid in, uh, what is it, ruples, the Russian currency, which makes a lot of sense. And I've been thinking about this. Because I think it's important to get an understanding where Russia is coming from. Russia has sanctions against it now. Right? The United States, Europe, everyone seems to be trying to do another sanction on, <laughs> on Russia every other day. Heck, every other hour. Well, that pro pro proposes an issue for Russia. They don't want to start doing stuff and get confiscated. They don't want to go through and be without the money for the supplies of gas, natural gas or oil, or whatever they supplied to other countries. So Russia's going down saying, hey, pay us in ruples. They've even said Bitcoin, I believe as well. So it is... It is a good move by Russia, right? 
anybody if i were to tell you you cannot use um your credit card here cash only you'll find cash and so you you want to be compensated for your services right if you were working or providing a service or building something and then um providing it but the other party says i'm only paying you in this but you will only accept something else something's got to give so the fun little reading that i've been doing today is that russia is still going to accept euros for payment but it's going to be tra transacted into ripples by Gazprom Bank, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. So they're willing to go through and down this road to make sure that they're getting their ruples, their money. This is... I was talking to a friend about this. I think that this is this could be a huge benefit to the United States. Now, it won't be because we have incompetent people that are running this country however russia is making a good move and the west is has not thought this through and is making a huge mistake now the west had to make the mistake because the west doesn't have anybody to think through anything there's nobody in the west in the g7 or anywhere that has the brain capacity to think through something and that includes anybody working for these um, leaders. Because it would be your job then to step in and say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, let's think about this for a second. So you have now forced Russia down that road, right? Well, the interesting part of this is, is now that Russia's gone down that road, where now that you are getting rid of the petrodollar, basically, which fine, it's a currency, it, whatever. You are now creating an environment where that, that whole petrodollar is going to be gone. But now people are going to start going directly to countries and everything else for their gas paying in that currency. Which reduces the ability for countries in the West to force down climate change stuff that they want to do. <laughs> oh. So I was thinking about this, right? What do countries care then if they go to someplace else? There could have been a court or whatever else. You need stuff to turn on the lights. You need to abide by this, right, country? Well, you are so attached at the hip, Germany, to Russia that... Russia says, hey, you're going to have to pay in ruples, get this exchange somehow, avoid those sanctions just so that we can get our money for stuff we're providing. Here it is. Germany Germany says, okay, we'll do that, right? Ger Russia says, I need you to jump this high. Germany says, okay, I'll do it. And then we end up where Germany wants more green energy. Well, in order to get that, you know, you need to do a lot of other minerals and everything else. 
lot of comes. Some of that comes from Russia, that area, China. Okay. Oh, the green energy is down. We don't have enough battery storage or anything else because it's not feasible. All of a sudden, guess what Germany needs? <laughs> to pay Russia? Go to Russia to get stuff? They have to pay in ruples, right? Not the petrodollar. There's no control there. They have to get around the sanctions. They want their money. You're, you've basically created an environment. Now, if, if you believe in the green stuff, fine. I believe in diversity and reducing a reliance on people. That's where my stance is. So um, I don't like to have to rely on all these energy companies, but I realize that there's a time and a place for them. And gas, coal, oil is more reliable energy source than wind, sun, is right it just is right now it's i'm recording this the sun is it's it's cloudy day the sun's not going to generate very much energy for me so that's not good right (laughs) and then you have uh germany already has the problem where they can't produce enough energy sometimes and other times they produce too much This is an up and down, up and down issue with re, with green energy as we have it right now. And people want batteries. I can only imagine somebody making a lithium ion. And uh, it's starting on fire. And it's a huge, you know, storage facility. And just how fun. And I'm, ex- I'm being facetious here. Just how fun that's going to be. It's not. Not at all. Not at all. I tell you the thought process of how we're going through with electric vehicles, even current gasoline engine vehicles, and they promote, they want better gas mileage, be greener, do all this and that, but then at the same time, having planned obsolescence and things is is contradicting of what you really want. Because... Unless you're recycling 100% of that item that needs that is now being disposed of before it's because it has a too early of a life, you or the part died over and over again, or you're having all these issues. Well, guess what? That's extra waste that is in the a, a continuous strain as well. Manufacturing process, you know, mining if you need minerals, all that other stuff that didn't need to happen because you were planning obsolescence early in fact any industry that does this uh is not actually and that's they if the if an industry says that they're green and they're actually have their parts and stuff die sooner or there's a end date or anything else on them they are not actually going for green they're going for the biggest money in the profit book and they're willing to tell you anything to get that money of your money into their pocketbook and just keep that in mind Right, the government wants to put it money into their pocketbook. They pass they pass laws here in this country. They're so corrupt that it puts money in their pocketbook first. Why do you think they funnel the money through Ukraine and then all these people in Congress and you know Hunter Biden as well have connections to Ukraine and they're getting paid off of it? It's funneling money back. How does Bernie Sanders, which has been in public office his whole life, 
have, have a net worth of, was it hundreds of millions of dollars? Three houses. And then he says that if you think oligarchs are only in Russia, we have some here as well. Well, wouldn't he be one of the oligarchs? I mean, I'm sure, pretty sure he saw dinosaurs roam the earth. <laughs> and so, somebody that old, that has been around for millions of years, <laughs> should should know that if you have... Uh, I mean, just through osmosis alone, he should have figured this out. <laughs> that if you... Um, if you, over time are not providing anything to society, Bernie Sanders, like elected official that has not done anything in his millions of years in Congress. I understand the American government's not that old, but I'm just having a little fun. <laughs> um, the uh, That you would have just figured out over time that that person is probably like an oligarch. <laughs> it's mind-boggling to me sometimes what Bernie Sanders thinks of. Well... Okay, what Bernie Sanders comes up with, I'm, he's not thinking, so I can't say that. <laughs> oh, all in all, though, right, when I'm looking at this week, the FBI can't find Hunter Biden's laptop. The Florida law passes. We're having these surveys, and even MSNBC come out with that Democrats look like they will not do well at all in the midterms. It's starting to point to we need to push forward and we need to follow our calling that God has given us to make sure that the, th the things that need to happen will happen because of our execution. The good things are happening. The great thing about the news is Biden is saying things that if you had a competent person in there that didn't have dementia wouldn't say. So you have these progressions. You have these abilities to move forward. I'm hoping that... I'm hoping... Sorry about that. Um, we have an outlet for the kids and it's just... I put my phone on vibrate so that still anything important can get through. And that thing's going off. So my wife's upstairs. She'll take... Um, she, she hasn't hollered yet, so she's taking care of it. But the good thing is, is that Biden's going through and... Just saying stuff that you know the Democrats don't want out. You know the Uniparty in Washington doesn't want out. You know... You know that these Western leaders don't want out. As we move forward and we start continually to improve what we're doing, ironing out things, getting things better, we need to move the progression of our current elected officials, and this goes everywhere, and move them to, to um, how do I put this, and move them to areas of retirement. And put in new leaders that will stand up for the people. And follow what the people want. 
be the constitutional republic that we are here in the United States. Be that example for other countries what a constitutional republic needs to be. We need to do our part to help out and move the needle forward. We need to get involved where possible. You need to, you know, talk to others. Heck, start a podcast. Go through and volunteer at a, a polling station. Post a yard sign. Little things count. Whatever your talents are, go and do it. Because it's only going to help us get to a better uh, better place across the globe and your respective countries and make sure that we have what we need to turn all of our countries around. God's with us. God is guiding us, and we just need to listen to him and follow him. I was listening to um, uh, a pastor about going through and a lot of pastors this week and following God and listen to what he really has put in you and find out inside of you what really is going on and not just um, follow your humanly decisions. You know, let's say you want a car instead of, you know, and you talk to God, hey, I want this car and, you know, you're basically going through and you're like, I know, it's going to take me probably three to four months before it's even feasible. Okay. But you, you really want that vehicle, so you ju- go the next day and go buy the vehicle. Well, is that what you were supposed to do? No, you knew better. You let your humanly urge, your humanly excitement to go through and do that. So, just, you know, <laughs> circle back to God. <laughs> And uh, and have him in your life constantly so that as we continually move forward, we're going to have more and more of these good things in our life. But they're not going to be good things out of the side of crazy and evil. They're going to be good things out of the side that we're on of us doing those good things. I'm praying for everybody out there. I want to thank you guys for listening and supporting the way freedom flies. Until next time, God bless.